Hi, and welcome to Bethel University. I'm Chris Moore, and joining me in my office today is Sam Mulberry. And if you're waiting for Mitchell Crum's voice or Andy Bramson's voice, you're going to be sorely They're disappointed. They're not here today, Chris. Nope. Are we talking politics? We're not talking politics, We're not man. talking politics. What are we doing today? What is the, what is the political scientist and the historian doing not, uh, during finals week when all of our students are walking around like zombies uh, from exam to exam? Uh, we got a little bit of time here, and so we wanted to roll out something that you may have noticed if you've looked at our Podbean site or iTunes site. And you seeded this a little in the last EST episode, yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the, this is the official programmatic announcement. This is, uh, this is the upfronts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so I titled this episode, um, The One Where We Pivot. <laughs> or the one where we ruin a good thing. So, because because okay. election shock therapy is going great. It's it it was actually it has had a better response than uh, than I had expected. It's been even more fun than I thought it'd be. Yeah, it's fun, and, and there's people listening. You know, I mean, that's and not that to me. That's um, I'll show my cards a little bit. Like I, that's not the most important thing to me is that we have hundreds and hundreds of listeners. But it's cool that there's like. Around eighty to hundred people who are subscribed to this channel. This might be the one where a bunch and of and you maybe, jump and maybe off. Maybe twice as many of that uh, people who are just downloading it. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I mean, we have episodes that are up around three hundred downloads per sure. episode. So that's really, really great. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to do today, Chris. No, uh, you came forward with a, a multi-point agenda here to kind of talk about <laughs> why we're now, why this podcast channel is now called Live from AC Second and not Election Shock Therapy. Yeah, well, it's it's because what we're doing is we're we're not getting rid of election shock therapy. Election Thank shock goodness. therapy is is here to stay. Um, we need that therapy more than ever, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but uh, what we're doing is we're taking we're shifting that podcast feed into a podcast network feed. So we're going big time. Yeah. So I mean, and so the difference between a network and a podcast is that we're there's going to be multiple shows on this podcast feed. So, um, so if you love Lection Shock Therapy, don't um, don't erase your subscription or delete your subscription to this pod. Lection Shock Therapy is still going to come on this feed. It's just there's going to be other things that we do along the way. And I would say. Um, you know, you might not love or be interested in everything that we're doing. You don't have to listen to everything. That's okay. Like, it's not going to hurt our feelings if you just want to listen to election shock therapy. We're still going to do that. But um, we want to expand out a little bit. Um, and we'll talk today yeah. a little bit about kind of why we... Why we um, want to do this. Exactly. Right? So you can think about this as election shock therapy is, is getting some friends. Yes. Right? We're going to have like some, that. some friends that, that, uh, that go along with that. Let me, so, let, let me just say, too, that Sam and I love doing this, and Sam's great at the engineering side of this. We we love kind of pretty, putting something out there for people to listen to. We're professors. We're used to talking in front of groups of people for uh, long periods of time. Very long sometimes. Yes. Yeah, sometimes very long periods of time. Uh, this is not our this is not our main gig. We're not um, – uh, we're not – Inter- entertainers we're not we're uh, not entertaining either we're, we're maybe not that's that's true but we're maybe not um the kind of people who would um you know, be public public speakers in the, in, a, in the kind of the sense that you might like tune into a tv show and or a, or a nighttime talk show host or something like that but we do have some ideas of some things we'd like to explore so this is kind of like a little side gig for us mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not making anything out of it but we're uh this is sort of a nice way to talk about some of the ideas that we talk about in the classroom, but also we talk about in the hallways, at lunches, other kinds of things mm-hmm. that we think we might like to explore with a little bit of a larger audience. Well, I would say I would say actually the the, the lunch conversation is the is the conversation, mm-hmm. um, and you know I don't know if this is something that uh, that students particularly listen to or subscribe to, but um, it kind of lets you into the window of like what do a bunch of scholars talk about if you're coming from right. di- especially because we're coming from different fields. Like I don't read foreign policy stuff. <laughs> 
you know. So like, so it's not like you're just going to be talking about that, you know. When right. we, when we but get those together. things inevitably make their way in because we can't help ourselves, right? And you end up taking your analytic tools and your analytic mind and putting them onto whatever it is that we're talking about. So, and, um, and to be fair, to, to assuage your concerns, if you're thinking about still hitting that unsubscribe button, we're not going to be too self-indulgent here. No, uh, no, no. We're, the things we have that we want to do, we're doing with a mind to either be informative or entertaining, or probably hopefully a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, Chris. I, one of my big things when I think about, I actually have been doing podcasting since I think 2007 was the. Was, it makes you like a pioneer, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm a trailblazer, Chris. It's, yes. Um, and one of the things that I've always thought about was uh, when we when we started doing podcasts back then, and, and throughout the years as I've worked with other people on podcasting, is um, kind of what are the podcasts or what are not even podcasts? What are the things that influence you? What are the things sure. you like to listen to? Now we live in a world where, right. where I could say, what are the podcasts you listen to? But it used to be, I would talk with people about when you sit in your car and turn on the radio or something like mm-hmm. that. Like what is it that you find yourself tuning into? So, sure. um, again, to me, a lot of podcasting and, and talk radio for that matter. I, I actually, I'm kind of, maybe I'm weird on this, but I find myself far less, interested or far less concerned about what the topic is hmm. and far more concerned about who the people are. Yeah. Um, the sweet spot's both, right? Absolutely. When, when you find people you, you enjoy spending some time with talking about something you're interested in, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the best. Um, so I'm curious, like, what are the things that you listen to? If we were to uh, to grab your phone and uh, scroll through your podcast app, what would we find? Better that than my music. Good grief. <laughs> well, let me, let me situate myself here a little bit. Um, I'm solidly middle-brow. So uh, I'm not a into whether it's my movie tastes, my music tastes. I'm not uh, going in for the French art house film, but I'm also probably not seeing Saw um, four or five, six, <laughs> uh, however many Saw movies there. Are, I have no idea, but I'm somewhere in the middle of that. And so, and I and um, I have I have pretensions of pretentiousness, but I'm not really pretentious. I don't think. Um, so I was trying to, I had a conversation with a student uh, yesterday and they said, I'm about ready to graduate. I need like, what, what films should I watch? And I said, oh, and I sort of, sort of running down my list and I realized I, that my list is not particularly congruent. And, and there's some movies that were definitely big budget Hollywood movies. I love Ocean's Eleven. Um, I like the Thomas Crown Affair, I like heist movies. But at the same time, I like Chinatown, which I think, again, The Godfather and, um, and, those are some movies I think are sort of generally critically acclaimed and, and that and that sort of thing too. So solidly middle brow, and that, that translates into um, my TV and movie tastes, my music tastes. But I think it translates a little bit into something about podcasting too. Um, I gave up a while back on sports radio. I just couldn't handle hearing the same idea talked about for three straight hours and, and sort of um, and sort of rung through the ringer. Um, but uh, but I, do I, like, think, I think Sports Talk Radio was really hurt by by the the sort of in-between medium between radio and podcasting. Because mm-hmm. radio was live. You turned it on. So you were stepping into the middle of a conversation. Right. So you needed that repeat. But then the, 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 the middle stage was when they started just offering up the – the like morning sports radio show sure. as as a podcast and you listen to it and you realized good night this is like 35 minutes worth of content stretched over three hours right you know yeah, yeah. and that's not something we want to do here what, what podcasts are able to do that that radio can't is be really rich and dense and we can do sort of long-form interviews or, or, or articulate more complex arguments because we figure if you have the podcast you're going to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end and so it works much more narratively uh and and builds 
much less like a TV show and much more like a novel. And I and that's something that really intrigues me. I think you and I probably listen to a lot of the same podcasts. That's what I'm curious. Well, so let's let's talk about the ones we both listen to because sure. then I want to. I'm curious about the ones that that we don't listen to with each other, or not not that we listen together, but we listen to the same thing. So I mean, that that I think we're both fans of. Uh, most things that Bill Simmons touches, right? Yeah. So, so the, the I'm old... actually I'm actually a fan of Bill Simmons as a podcast aggregator more so than I am as a podcaster himself. It's funny you say that because I love Simmons and that used to be like one of my go tos. And I have found as he's built his podcast network that like I actually find some of his talent, some of the talent that he's put around mm-hmm. his network, I like that more than. Than his own yeah, shows, absolutely. I thought he was the just the king of like he knows how to do a podcast, but but yeah. It's, so our aspirational touchstone, I think, for both of us is uh, Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. That's right. Um, we're not. <laughs> Let's cult- just go right at it. Chris, sure. The watch. We're we're not. And by the way, if they ever happen to listen to this, I'll I'll, I'll squeal like a little girl. Yeah. Um, but I'm. We're not cultural critics. We're not TV and film critics. We're certainly not TV writers uh, like Greenwald is. Um, but the rapport that they have speaks to something about caring about the people. Mm-hmm. And well, it, yeah, I would say I would say that actually touches on the exact thing that I was saying. Where I listen to that show, like, I love it when uh, you know, going back a few years when when like Breaking Bad was on or Mad Men yeah. was on, because I watched those shows and I couldn't wait to get their podcast where they because then it was like I got to sit down with them and talk with them about mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't saying something, but they were, and it was really great. But what I realized is I just enjoy spending time with them so much yeah. that like when they talk about um, rap music. I don't really listen to music much, let alone I don't really don't listen to rap rap music much. But I'm that's your loss, man. I'm sure it is. But I'm fascinated, you know, when they're talking about when Kanye comes out with a record or Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar comes out with a record. Like I, I'm, I am so in on that conversation. Or we we were both talking this year. They've they've gone quite a bit, pretty deep into Westworld, a show yeah. neither of us watches. But I love <laughs> listening to them talk about Westworld, sure. talk about Game of Thrones. Um, I just also don't have HBO, so these are also yeah, shows likewise. I don't see. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a, that's a big piece to me is is like I am I'm in on those people and I'm yes. really interested in them. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna offer an analog for me at least and see if this resonates with you or not. Did you ever? This is gonna sound like it's out of left field. Did you ever watch Car Talk on NPR? Or ever listen to Car I'm Talk? I'm aware NPR? of it. I've, I've okay. heard little bits and pieces. Yeah. Okay, it's real shticky. Um, it's gone now. I mean, one of the brothers actually passed away, but these two brothers who are mechanics and as it turned out, big radio personalities from Harvard near Cambridge, Massachusetts, running had a, had a garage and they would do like a call-in show. And there was lots of gimmicky things that they would do. They'd they'd have puzzles and other kinds of stuff. But there were about four or five uh, moments in every episode where it got kind of real for them. Not not serious, but mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell like when someone asked them a, a car question, they were sort of reasoning it out. Of course, you're trying to solve someone's car problem on the radio, so you're trying to reason out like what the causes might be, and, and like listening to that this that little bit of exchange between these two guys who clearly knew each other, knew their stuff, but also had like this really enjoyment of listening to each other think through problems. That was the best part of that show, mm-hmm. and that's that, that's what's interesting. With, with somebody like like Ryan and Greenwald too is listening to how they engage with ideas respectfully with each other and then build off of each other's ideas even if they don't agree. And I think that's really cool. Absolutely, yeah. Let me ask you this because you were an only child, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is a question about your childhood. Not worry. I, I, st- I still am. That's true. I mean, my that's parents true. have not adopted recently. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I want to know if this resonates with your experience. I'm not an only child. Mm-hmm. I have an older brother, but um, I grew up in a world where I was among adults all of the time. Like, we would often go to things with my parents, and yes. my parents were the only ones with kids. So, mm-hmm. like, I would go to this event, and I would we would be the kids there. Um, and my brother and I, I, I guess I won't speak for him, I, I spent a lot of my childhood listening to adults talk. 
listening to adults yes. talk about work. Both my parents worked mm-hmm. in the state hospital system in Minnesota, so I felt like like I was. I, I think, in a way, I grew up listening to po- unrecorded podcasts about the state hospital system, mm. and I just started to become interested in like they would start to tell stories or like yeah. like kind of the shop talk that they would have. Um, and I and I so I just realized like I find very comforting, and this is why I really don't listen to a lot of music is I find very comforting like listening to conversations. Yes. Um, so I don't know if that resonates with your childhood at all as well, but but podcasts have fed that for me. Absolutely. Um, and you and I have talked a lot, and maybe you've picked this up if you're listening to us. The I definitely consider myself wired as an extrovert, and I think you'd probably say the opposite. Absolutely. You're wired as an introvert. Um, I, as an only child, I grew up listening to a lot of adult conversations, loving those conversations, loving feeling like I was um, almost a spy listening in on something that maybe I shouldn't be hearing, mm-hmm. uh, especially when, you know, when we would get together with family or friends or those kinds of things. But I, um, I also felt this enormous sense of, gratification isn't a little kid when I could, when I could contribute something mm-hmm. and it wasn't just sort of being dismissed, but it was welcomed and included and as part of the conversation. And that's something that, that, that just really clicked with me and it probably has never stopped clicking with me. So yeah, I, I feel the same way. So sort of those like that conversation is, um, is really an idea that, or is, I'm sorry, is, is really something that, that I, that I latch onto that I'm attracted to. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, um, so beyond like the the Bill Simmons Ringer Grantland yep. network of yep. podcasts, what are other what are other podcasts you find yourself really interested in? Or you get excited for when it uh, when it shows up in your feed? Yeah. So okay. So um, there's a couple of networks that I really like. We've, we've mentioned Bill Simmons Network with the Ringer. I also like what Nate Silver's done with the 538 stuff. He's got a sports podcast. He's got a politics podcast, and there's some other one-off stuff I, that I really I really that's enjoy. it. They're a little less personality driven. <laughs> They're, they're more idea driven. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But there's still some per, there's still some personalities in there that are worth listening to and interacting. We're still with. comfortably in the Venn diagram yep. together. And here, another Chris. one that that, 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 that that came alive uh, for me, especially during the election, is the NPR politics podcast hmm. because the they got a couple of people who are just really strong on that kind of a that way of podcasting. Sam Sanders is excellent. Uh, Ozma Khalid is, is is also really good. Unfortunately, they're both leaving that show, so hmm. that's going to go through some uh, some growing pains, I think, in the in the near future. And I, I, I have my, my tastes also range in, into the nerdy categories. So in terms of music, I like uh, Bob Boylan's All Songs Considered. Um, I do listen to Mark Maron from time to time. Um, for, for folks like Mark Maron, Pete Holmes, Chris Hardwick, other people who bring on guests and then interview guests, I've got to be sold on their guest because that's not the, conversa- the conversation that is a one-off. And so that's a little bit different than sort of a continual dialogue between a couple people who really, you know, enjoy each other and enjoy the, kind of the same ideas. So those have to, the guest has to grab me for those kinds. Um, and then I, I also listen to I, I'm I'm a I'm a nerdy guy I like role playing games I like strategy games and so for a while I listened to Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker and that was a really good one for me too uh, that was an, what a really nice ensemble uh, podcast could look like Brian Posehn's a comedian um, the the pod, by the way this was a not safe for work kind of podcast um, but uh, he was a comedian he had a, a couple different comedian friends on and they played Dungeons and Dragons together and it was it, it started out listening to like, hey, here's some funny people playing a game. But after a while, it became, hey, here's some people I enjoy listening to playing a game. And it didn't matter if they were funny or not. And they, yeah, and and I mean, they're they're naturally. I've listened to a little bit of this. They're naturally funny people, but it got really good when they stopped trying to perform for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What do you listen to? Um, you know, I'm actually I'm I'm a sucker for, and this this goes back to being. Um, to being a little kid listening to conversations, like I actually really love the long form interview. So okay. 
Um, I I only had a very brief window of listening to Marin, um, and it was not like the early Marin. It was uh, like two years, two summers ago. Um, I just was l- looking for. I think I think it was when he had Obama on. Yeah, that was, so that's like, his signature one. So I listened to that, and then I listened to a couple after that, and I will say that it. He actually played a role in changing my life in the last couple of years hmm. because I, one of the like four Marin episodes I listened to was um, uh, Jason Siegel, and yep. it was just as he was talking about end of tour, mm-hmm. um, which made me realize, hey, I should go read Infinite Jest. And yes. something I haven't talked about on the podcast because we don't really talk about this kind of stuff is like I've spent the last two years just reading and rereading David Foster Wallace. So like, mm. so Mark Marin changed my life in that way by having Jason Siegel on talking about, and now you've got me reading infinite. That's death. right. <laughs> that's right. So, so there's a chain there, but, but, but actually what I realize is I like people who are kind of the children of Mark Marin in terms mm. of like, like I was a, and I don't really listen anymore, but I was a Pete Holm completist through about 300 episodes. And those, my favorite ones are the ones that are like three and a half hours long, right? where they're just, it's two people talking late into the night and you don't really know where it's going to go. And it's not, it's an interview, but it's, it's both people. It's both people sharing pizza, big, right. Somebody who's going to share as much as he's going to ask. Um, so I, I just found, I found some of those riveting. I mean, I actually re-listened to multiple times to some of those really long ones. I found just great comfort in it. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's, you know, and, and when we talk about some of the things that, are, that may appear on this feed, you know, different uh, types of shows, um, one of my, the podcasts I used to do uh, and hope to do again is kind of modeled on that a little bit. So what, doing what podcast some, is that? Uh, the autobiography podcast. Thank yeah, you. So doing some long form interviews. And then the other podcast I listen to a lot right now, um, and it just recently became a podcast only is the tony kornheiser show which mm. is kind of old school uh used to be kind of talk radio but with much smarter people doing sports talk radio <laughs> so he has great guests on um but it's still it's even though it's a podcast it's still formatted like his old radio show that got me through uh through my graduate research assistantship i would i was um coding historical census data and i would listen you know to three tony hour kornheiser. blocks of the tony kornheiser show back in 2000 2001 so wow um yeah so i've been i've been so those were podcasts at that point no those were live streamed um from espn okay and then as he's bounced around to different radio stations doing essentially the same show, you could find it, a podcast version of it. But now mm. he's just doing a podcast. A podcast. So, um, yeah, so those are, the things that I, uh, those are the things that I listen to a lot. Um, we have a little bit of a history with doing podcasts uh, together. You have more than ADST. I do. Yeah, so, so at Bethel, like I said, in 2007, we started doing a show called uh, CWC The Radio Show, which... We've um, mentioned before... Um, um, CWC is Christianity and Western Culture. Mm-hmm. It's a large uh, introductory class that most Bethel students take, and Sam is the coordinator for it. Yeah, and, and we did um, – it was a little bit of a rotating cast, but it was usually Chris Gertz and I and then Stacy Hunter-Hecht or Sarah Shady or Amy Poppinga. Right. Um, and we do a, a show per week to go along with what we were talking about in the class. Um, it was very silly. Like, I mean, we what was funny is, is we did three segments in the show. Mm-hmm. This was very much – um, I think impacted by Kornheiser. Um, so we do three segments in the show. Segment one and two were kind of silly pop culture. Like we didn't worry so much about content. And then segment two was when we kind of did content and it was okay. course adjacent. Um, but what I realized was organically we would get into these great conversations. We wouldn't, I mean the, the script for that segment was usually one line long, like let's talk about um, salvation by grace. Mm. And then we would just, talk for 15 minutes and it was fascinating you know or or you know we'd pick a very um either broad or very small topic and then we would just run with it and that was really really fun so 
that spun off into different podcasts. So you the did auto- that for years, right? Yeah, we did, a, I think, 170-some episodes, okay. so doing 16 episodes per semester. So, sure. Yeah, we did, uh, like, about five, five and a half years of that. Okay. Um, and then um, the autobiography podcast is something I started uh, a while ago, which was interviewing uh, colleagues and just doing long-form interviews about kind of how they became a professor, how they became right. an expert in um, in their field, in their particular field, kind of what they think about teaching, all of those types of things. So it was really trying what, to what they read, what influences them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, and I again, as somebody who's an introvert and a little bit private, I looked at this as an opportunity to be like when I would. So when I interviewed you, um, you can go back and find this online. Yep. When I interviewed you, I try to share as much as you share. I mean, you're obviously going to talk more because you're the subject of what we're talking about. Sure, but. but I want to talk about myself while I'm talking about you because I'm somebody who struggles to do that. So, um, uh, and then I've worked with Chris Gertz on the Pi, uh, the Pi to Schoolman podcast and yep. um, just a number of other things. So I've been doing this quite a while. In actually the 2008 election, we did a uh, we did a little thing a pre a yeah. pre EST uh, uh, podcast. So we did probably 20 some episodes there, mm-hmm. very similar to what Election Shock Therapy was, but. Um, I feel like this is a, a more developed, more robust podcast. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. So, Chris, uh, what can we expect from the podcast network? So, if, wow, so, yeah. so as we look into 2017, so one thing I'll say is that I'm actually going to be in Europe in January, <laughs> so I won't be casting many pods from there or any. Um, so, Janu- yeah. January is going to be a little light on yep. the feed, so you don't take... Enjoy the beginning of the new year. We'll, we'll absolutely we'll pick you up in late January. But right around the time people start to abandon their gym memberships, is when we'll pick. That's back right. Up. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, and but we do have a couple surprises we're, we're going to talk about later for this week. Yeah. Um, to kick off the new feed. But but as you look at 2017, Chris, what are the things you're most excited for that that, that they might see on this feed along with electron shock therapy? Well, I'm inter- I'm interested to see what you think of this. Um, if you think that there is a centerpiece. To the channel, we, we call the channel Live Macy Second, and we have a we have a show that we're going to produce called called Live Macy Second, which one of the things that we enjoyed so much about having Mitch and Andy and, and sort of the political science gang in here is that uh, we get to sort of hear multiple scholars who have multiple sets of trainings engage on, on political issues, but you're really just dealing with political scientists in, in Sam's case, a historian. But we have so many other people up and down this hallway, other historians. Uh, folks in psychology and in journalism and English and business and other kinds of philosophy. Absolutely. And we want to bring some of those voices to the table, not necessarily to talk about politics, but to talk about all kinds of things, light and heavy, light, light, light things, heavy things and everything in between. So we're actually going to do a podcast called live from AC second, uh, with sort of a rotating cast of characters. And I don't want to, I don't know. Should we, should we, should we, should we, uh, preview who that might be? Uh, not necessarily because we haven't okay. talked necessarily with these <laughs> folks, but, but the idea is that it would really be kind of a roundtable. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a setup where we can have six to eight microphones, and, and um, so this really is the lunch table conversation. Exactly. So our thought was, you know, we, we, we sit around a table, we mic everybody up, mm-hmm. and we just we bat around some topics. We throw something out there really to kind of see where it goes. Right. Um, you know, especially because you have people from different disciplines, people that, that you know, and we'll, we'll keep ourselves out of this, mm-hmm. but everybody else are people who are really, really smart, right? And, yeah. and, like, really interesting and thoughtful people. And how do they talk about, like you said, really big things, but mm-hmm. also really things that are smaller might seem trivial. What That always is the thing that interests me the most is how you can start with something small and silly, and it can sometimes turn into something very real. And I think that's... Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of a, a the, proper, the proper composition of a sloppy Joe, for example. Exactly right, right. Because because <laughs> all of a sudden there are stakes when you talk about that. But you can't put stakes in sloppy Joes. Ground steak, you could. 
Is that still sloppy Joe at that point? If it's ground steak, sure. Because ground steak is just high quality ground beef. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You could do it. You could also do a, a 60 like, 40 like, ground beef feel, and ground bacon. I feel, like that, I feel like at that point, it's not like a sloppy Joe, it's like a sloppy Joseph. <laughs> there like you that. go. That, like, there's, I will, uh, there's an upgrade there. I will allow that. That, <laughs> that, that works. Um, okay, so that, I mean, uh, okay, that's a little bit silly, but like, this is the idea. It's like, when we sit down at lunch, sometimes the conversations take a serious turn. Sometimes we're talking about ethics. Sometimes we're talking about uh, policies. Other times we're talking about the composition of Sloppy Joes. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do some of that kind of thing in the, in the live, live from AC Second podcast. Yes, and we should say AC Second is where we are. We're, oh, good point. So, <laughs> we are in the AC building at Bethel University, and we are on the second floor is where history and political science, yes. where all the uh, offices we're, for, for we're, those we're, folks we're, are. We're between the saints and the ground. That's um, right. Which is to say that ab- right above me is the theology department, the saints, and right below me is the chemistry department. Um, so we're, we're kind of in between those two things. Somewhere just a bit below the angels, Chris. Somewhere just below the angels. All right. So, so that, I think that's going to be, that's going to be our, uh, one of the big ones that we want to do. And then at times we'll do episodes that we call live from AC second that will be in the parlance of the nerdist, more kind of hostful, which is there we you go. and I, when we can't bring in a whole bunch of people, maybe bringing in one person or just you and just I, us. if there's, yep, if there's things we want to talk about. Uh, but we have some other things that we'd like to, um, we, we, we want to present and we're going to, some of these we're going to talk in specifics because we've actually nailed down some people to do this. Yep. So the one we're most excited about, um, is, do you want to talk about it, Chris? Uh, yes. So our, my colleague across the hall is Amy Poppinga. Um, she is a scholar of um, uh, Islamic history. Mm-hmm. Um, and geography. And geography. <laughs> Separate things. Separate, like, separately, but yeah. um, 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 Islam and history are, is her area of focus. But she's also somebody who is kind of on the cutting edge of a lot of stuff. Like I'm always, I'm, I'm often learning about books and movies and, and food and things like that from, from Amy. She's, and, and, and Sam and I, well, we need some help. So we're going to do a little, uh, an occasional podcast on this channel called Amy Makes Us Try Stuff, where uh, you're going to hear from Amy who's going to introduce, who will introduce something. She'll pitch something to us. We haven't actually worked out the rules of this game. If we get to veto anything or if, we, if, she just, if, her, if her word is law. But after she pitches a couple of things to us, we're going to have to go out and do them. Uh, whether that's see a movie, read a book, or try some new food, or who knows? Maybe she's going to make us get pedicures. I have no idea. But um, I've already had pedic. I love pedicures, Chris. <laughs> this is new information to me. Yeah. How have I not known this? It's the best. It really is. Why? It's great. It's, I, especially when I was running a lot, and my feet were really like beat up. It was okay. great. This is not what we're saying. You are going to have to sell me on that. Okay. So anyway, we'll, we'll come back to that issue. But um, so anyway, so we're going to do a podcast. We're gonna get, we, it'll be spaced out enough that you actually give us time to, 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 to execute some of these things. But we will actually try the things that she tells us to try. And then we'll report back and tell you about our experiences. Maybe maybe I'll love it and Sam hates it or maybe we'll both love it. We'll, we'll see. Yesterday, Amy introduced us to the scotch egg. Yes. Which was and, delicious. Um, I have no regrets about the scotch egg. That was <laughs> That's fantastic. Right. So, uh, so we'll have Amy makes us try stuff. Um, we'll have some one-offs too. I think there's some things we're kind of excited about events that happen throughout the year that we would love to, um, make sure we focus some time on. Yep. Um, one of those is coming up later this week. Again, we'll just tease that out to the end of this mm-hmm. episode, but, um, but one of those one-offs is coming later this week. Um, but like I, things, things like the NCAA tournament, the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, um, n- non-sporting events, uh, we'll probably, EST will reconvene for the inauguration for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I would, I would say, um, Big movie premieres. I know you and I have gone to the last couple Avengers movies. Right. So, like, I would love to do something like that where we go see a movie and talk about it, those types of things. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd love to reprise some past shows. So, um, 
Um, like we talked about CWC, the radio show. I would love to get the band back together yes. for, for an occasional show where we really kind of follow the model of that old show. That'd be um, great. Do that again. That would be very fun. Um, and then, you know, some ways that we might get to introduce you to people. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. if, if this is about EST having friends, part of it is we want to introduce you to some, some more of these friends. Right. So sometimes well, these will be will be one-offs with a person in a long-form interview, kind of like the Autobiography Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to do that. I have some folks lined up that I'd love to talk with. Um, but then some might be reoccurring. There's some folks that we just find really interesting. And- one, of the, one of those people is Scott Winter. He's a professor of journalism here at Bethel. He helped, also advises the Bethel newspaper, The Clarion. Um, he was on the um, journalism episode of EST. Right. He's been a, a guest already on, on the Election Shock Therapy podcast. And we like him so much, and we love his, his take on things, which is so different from Sam and my t- takes on things, that we want to do a podcast with him every once in a while called Winter's Coming. Um, and bring in Scott Winter. He's a he's a he's he's done he's covered politics. He's covered um, sports journalism, and so we might bring him on and have him talk about the NCAA tournament, for example. He has a great book on the Nebraska basketball program, so this is a real area of expertise for him. So look for Winter is coming in the podcast feed. Yeah, so there's there's lots of things and lots more. I mean, there's stuff that we have talked about, but we haven't lined up with people enough to want to say it. So. Um, you know, our hope is to is to put out an episode a week on the um, on the channel starting in February, um, and it'll be sort of surprising what that episode is. Yep. Um, I, like I said, I would love I would love EST will be part of that, but but there will be other things as well. So when we when we pitch these ideas to people, we often talk about you know once a month doing. And Amy makes us try stuff, or once a month doing winter is coming, or things right. like that. Exactly, so. exactly. So, Chris, we should probably wrap this up because we have to get to lunch. Okay. Um, and I've, I told you we'd try to go for around half an hour, and we're very we're like at twenty nine minutes. So nice. We're actually nice and well aimed. Yeah, we're doing well here. Um, I want to talk about the two things that we have coming up. So, if, even if you plan to delete the feed, I don't Please know. If don't. You, I don't know if you could get this far and then say you want to delete the feed, um, but. Uh, we have two things coming up this week to at least keep it through this week. Sure. Um, so first off, this Thursday we're going to have episode twenty-five of Election Shock Therapy. Yep. Isn't it crazy how quickly you get to episode twenty-five? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like we just started, but Election Shock Therapy now has like student loan debt. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so that'll be coming up on Thursday, and then on Friday or Saturday we have a very very special podcast. Very special. I don't even know how. To, I feel like there should be like music to promo this. That's right. I think we're just more excited about this than than we maybe. The podcast might not even be good, but we're excited. We're about so excited it. about it. I'm excited about it for two reasons. Okay, can I, can I, should I oh, absolutely. Up? We're all gonna we're gonna go see Rogue One, uh, the new Star Wars movie, which I've heard is our, the early buzz is it's fantastic, and um, your son Banked Mulberry is a huge Star Wars fan. How old's Banked? He's eleven, um, and and he is. We have crossed the cultural line. Where it used to be that I showed him things online that I thought were cool, and now he, he shows, shows me you. things. So, like, yeah. he is hardcore into reading, so, or not reading, but watching YouTube videos that are. Mm-hmm. We have watched together three YouTube videos, each 30 minutes in length, that break down the different Rogue One trailers. So, the trailers are about two minutes, and these are 30 minute, minute videos. Break. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's intense. Now, now, you, now you and I both like things of the nerdier variety we mm-hmm. both like star wars we're totally in on this movie but ben puts us to shame yeah we, yeah. Got, we have to give him a voice in this yes. so for for enthusiasm if nothing else um he uh, my, my predictions for that because he won't listen to this is that you know there's going to be some some weird theories that he's going to throw out and mm-hmm. you know like that's the mind of an 11 year old but so we're going to see the movie and then we're you're going to hear us right after the movie where we're going to meet for 
coffee or pie or something, and we're going to talk through what we saw, mm-hmm. and we're going to bring Banked on here too. He's going to be he's going to host with us here, so I'm really looking forward to it, looking forward to it because he's going to be here. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Rogue One. Um, it's it's shaping. I think it's shaping up to be a great movie. So hopefully we'll have some things to pick at just because I'm I'm fairly certain we're going to dig it. Yeah, yeah. So so that's coming up. Um, we're going to record that late on Friday. Yep. Um, it'll be up either late Friday night or early Saturday morning, depending on when I get time to uh, to piece how I feel when I get home. <laughs> right. I'll probably be so excited with full of Star Wars adrenaline, I'll be able to piece it together. Are you going to um, Are you going to cosplay to the movie? Are you, no. Okay. You're, you're not. You're not. We are going to graduation it. right before, so we could just wear our regalia and pretend to be sits that's know. such a bad idea it's terrible yeah because it's not even good cosplay like your like your regalia is mod you know, like yours is yeah it's just black, black. it's black yeah. mine is bright red i'm from ohio, i graduated from ohio state university so i mine looks like i'm a cardinal on the loose that's that's a terrible <laughs> idea we should not do that all right well would, wouldn't you be like one of those the imperial guard then who wear the the red if you only need like a hood though if you could give me like this like the staff that's electrified at both ends maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all the time that we have for this. We oh, should, you, you mentioned the email, too? I was just about to. Um, all right. We should probably wrap this up. Uh, we have a new email for the show. So if you're an election shock therapy fan, um, that, that email is still in use, still being just works, used. Just fine. Yep. So, so if you want to email election shock therapy, that's a great place to email them. But if you want to email the broader network, it's live from AC second at gmail.com. That's L I V E from F R O M. AC, the numeral 2ND, at Bethel.edu, or uh, excuse g- me, at g- gmail.com. Gmail. Or if you, if you read it like I did, it's live from Mac the second. <laughs> that's, um, right. that's right. But no, live from AC second at gmail.com. Yeah, so... Um, and that's on our Podbean site too, right? Yes, and, and, and the Podbean site, uh, I'm, I'm going to do cover art for each one of the different shows. So wow. Can, so you've seen the uh, Rogue One cover art already. Um the cover art for Live from AC Second is obviously inspired by Schoolhouse Rock. So nice. I actually cover art is a little hobby of mine. So yeah, so go to the Podbean site if nothing else, just to uh, to look for those things. Maybe I'll bring my camera. We can take a Rogue One shot. That can be the the header photo for a I'm, while. I'm in favor of so, that. All right. Well, for uh, for Chris Moore, I'm Sam Mulberry. Um, I don't think we have a way to end the show yet, so I will just say, go Royals. Go Royals. Go Royals.